I guess the question about whether we have time or not is how much you guys want to talk about these set of episodes, Fuck. really. I have I so like many the, notes. The last, the last couple, so like 19 and 20. Notes. <laughs> okay. So maybe, you know, keep it light. Yeah. I, I have, I have I a feeling, Andy, and I have... Andy, I have light. I think we have a, a red flag note about a, the same thing for one of them, but we'll get into it. Which one was that one? Uh, we'll, we'll find out. Okay, okay. <laughs> red flag note. One, seven, four, Michael, not prime. Not prime. Definitely even. Okay. We can stop this game now. This, this arithmetic chicken. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. All right. Hi. Welcome back. This is We Were Gamers, a podcast. I said the name of the podcast too fast, but it's 174 episodes, so we have to keep moving. Uh, It's a podcast about Michael. Hi. Out here doing some math. JJ. Hello. Not doing math here. But good at math still. You do computer math. Yeah. It, the computers do the math. <laughs> to be clear. <laughs> and I'm Andy, and uh, we're g- grown-ups with jobs, and so we talk about what we do when we also like to try and squeeze in games, but also when we don't have time to squeeze in games, we talk about the things we did. Michael, you and I might be some of the only people that I know that have been to Buffalo, New York? I mean, people live there, you would presume. Unclear. <laughs> I think Snow lives there and football players. Yes. There was, there was. let's say, I saw a lot of red and blue this weekend. You went to a Bills game? Uh, No, but it turns out that during football season, you don't have to go to the game to see lots of Bills gear. Ah, it's like Denver. I mean, Buffalo has what else going for it in terms of professional sports teams? The Sabres, and that's it? This is true. They have a lot of other things going for them, and I joke about uh, us being the only people to go. Hopefully our numbers don't suffer too much from insulting the great border border town. Or we don't get slammed through a table by the Bills Mafia. I was just about to ask if you encountered the mafia out there. Did you? I did not. Uh, That's probably for the best. (laughs) You know, if I were playing fantasy football this season, which I'm currently not, I would have invested in Josh Allen as my quarterback, sight unseen before the, not sight unseen because he played last year, but I would have drafted him as my quarterback to start this year for my fantasy team. That was my plan. He was a good pickup for me this week. Mm-hmm. Turns out, he's, the magic is real. Hey, how do you like that town, though? It was a great place. Um, so we uh, we did probably the top. We definitely did the top two things that people tell you you have to do when you're there. One of them is you have to try buffalo wings from either anchor bar or duffs okay did you pick um, we actually wound up coincidentally having both oh boy this is the so good. We went to uh, age old split the difference mm-hmm. we went to anchor bar for lunch when we first got there and then we went to we were there for a wedding we went to the welcome party on friday night and they had brought in wings from duffs for the welcome party oh no were they cold um 
Uh, they weren't exactly hot, but they weren't quite cold yet. Uh, they were still good though. Okay, a wing has um, to be hot, and we have fresh opinions about this. Uh, yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't quite an apples to apples comparison. I agree with you that they they should definitely be served hot. Um, but I think that I liked the cook of the wings better from Anchor Bar and the sauce better from Duff's. All right. So you're a sauce man. Yes. You're not a rub guy. No, although I do like I do like uh, dry rub chicken wings from time to time. I think I should switch that up and it should be a sauce guy and a rub man, not a rub guy. I think rub guy sounds a little risk, risky. FC, FCC risky. Gotcha. I, will, I will say that sauce is my jam. Wait. But, oh, but I'm not gonna, all I'm not the wings like, you had this weekend were yeah, rub wings. And they were great. Interesting dichotomy between buffalo buffalo wings and <laughs> California tailgate wings. We, uh, some multiple people at our tailgate had the same idea. We didn't want to go invest in grilling a duck before playing against Oregon. Yep. Ducks are so big. we all went and got Our wings. <laughs> <laughs> Next best thing. And we all showed up with different rubs, like handmade, homemade rubs. Which was... They were very good. Yeah, I liked them. Uh, nice. I wished we had had some buffalo sauce to, to drip on there afterwards, but you know what? Mm, it would, I, I, beggars I can't enough, be choosers, I had enough and I was very happy. Okay. What's the verdict on, on the wings, man? Uh, uh, buffalo, either one. Is it... Uh, they're good, right? Yeah, they're oh. both good. Uh, you can't go wrong, Sweet. really, with either one. Um, Buffalo, in fact, has a chicken wing trail that is, I think, 13 restaurants. Okay. I love it. So I'm you can there. do the whole trail if you want. I I probably would... I definitely would not be able to do it in a day, but maybe over a long weekend. That sounds like a worthy long weekend. Yeah. How does the taste of those buffalo sauce compare, you know, the, the originals? How does it compare to, like, the stuff you can get everywhere out here. It kind of depends. Um, so the original, we the original to, anchor style is what I grew up with. Okay, it's we got to establish a baseline that, here of like Frank's Red Hot. Right, Frank's Red Hot is the like standard buffalo flavor, as far as I personally am concerned. Um, it's a little. It's not quite Frank's. It's close. Um, it's a little bit closer to. If you've ever had crystal, like the hot sauce, yeah, uh huh, it's a little bit closer to that style than to Frank's. Um, but again, it depends on where you go. Sure, sure. I, I was just curious, like in terms of like more viscous, more runny, more vinegar, less vinegar, more you know, baked on, or more so dry, the, more the original, jumped on after. The original recipe, as I understand it, takes a like a vinegar based hot sauce and then adds. A little more vinegar and butter, and mixes them together. And is that baked on, or is that drizzled on after? It's the tossed on after. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That that's always been the way I've encountered wings like this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Generally at restaurants and stuff like that. So yeah, the other the other main way you'll find places do them, and I don't know if this also originated in bu- Buffalo is replacing the vinegar-based sauce with some sort of cayenne-based sauce. Can we please start a chicken wing sub pod? Oh, we could we could absolutely do that. I mean, 
I often went out of town for work, especially just try out local chicken wings. I thing. would join you on this quest. But <laughs> I don't have, I don't right. have any out of town places I can go to get chicken wings. This is great. I, the the podcast would just be me saying like, "Yeah, I went to Epic Wings and Things again." Because there's one near my house. <laughs> I don't hate BW wings. I just have to say, no, they actually their standard hot recipe is maybe the closest of a lot of the chain restaurants to um, maybe to the original, at least to, to what I prefer. I think the quality of the meat is lower than I would hope overall that's, at the restaurant. I uh, mean, that's chain restaurants, yep, right? There's nothing yeah. you can do about it. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's the issue with literally every chain. Mm-hmm. And why half the times at some of those chains, I just order chicken tenders for that reason, because like <laughs> their wings are like, this is grade F. I'm good without this. <laughs> That's the pod, man. That's it right there. Grade F. That's the name of the chicken wing sub pod. <laughs> boneless. Bone, I'll go on record and say boneless wings are just nuggets. I don't I think. Okay, JJ, yeah. you go first. You go first because uh, opinions. We're gonna have a different opinion. <laughs> nah, I, I. You know what? Let people live their life. I personally understand that feeling. But look, boneless wings are fine. Let people eat them if they want. I, oh, I'm whatever. not saying people shouldn't eat them. I'm just saying when you I think wings, wings. Yeah. I don't so think here's. Of, sure. Mm-hmm. I agree with the sentiment that the consistency of the object you're eating is not a wing. However, the connotation of ordering a wing invites you to expect a certain flavor profile. So if you order boneless wings, you know you're not just getting fried chicken tenders. You're getting some sort of tangy sauce that is probably spicy-ish. Okay. So I don't begrudge a restaurant calling it a wing, but I will never serve a boneless chicken wing. I think that's fair. If you you ask me in the abstract, like, to draw a chicken wing... Without any other kind of qualification, I'm gonna draw the standard bone-in chicken. Oh, wing. oh, which brings me—that brings me to the next question: the debate that we had over dinner at the wedding, drumettes or flats? Flats. I was just about to say the flat is the standard. Okay. Oh, oh are we talking I, not preference? That I'm turn, or oh, like I was talking, I was talking preference. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Preference. Yeah, yeah. Preference. I mean, both are served as wings, and that's fine. I yes. like the cool, and this kind of tracks back to like why there are boneless wings is uh, people taking drumettes and making the little poppers out of them where you put all the meat at the top. Oh, the lollipops. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, chicken yeah. lollipops. Yep. Um, but I prefer a flat. I think a flat is more iconic as a chicken wing to me. It's more fun to eat. It's messier for sure, but also more what I expect to be. And they tend to be crispier. Yeah, because they're thinner. Skin to meat or, ratio or is not better. Not necessarily thinner, but they're a uniform thickness across mm-hmm. them. That's my preference. I mean, that said, if you just gave me a plate of all drumettes, I'm going to eat them all because it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Mm, unless they're ghost chili wings, JJ. Uh, I will. I might try to eat them all, and we, then I just will have a sad day. <laughs> we cried in the bathroom together. I remember. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> This was We Were Gamers, a podcast about chicken wings and travel. The, wi- the winging it minute. Winging it. Winging it. Oh, no. Now we have two names for the sub podcast. <laughs> That's not good.
Okay, we'll tune in next week for winging it. Uh, That's our intellectual property. Do not steal. Do not. Yeah, TM. No, uh, R. Yeah, whatever it is, I think it's definitely, yeah. it's definitely for real business. Can I just. I don't want to do the research, but I really want to subscribe to the Winging It pod because I'm sure it exists. <laughs> uh, I kind of buried the lead earlier. We did some travel too, JJ and I, to uh, go watch a Stanford football game with the well, families. I mean, in theory, a football game happened while we were there. It was hard to see sometimes, apparently. Uh, it was a football game until they just, one team stopped <laughs> scoring. Yeah. yeah. There was a chance that there could have been a football game until about the mid of the third quarter. And then it became clear there wouldn't be one. Correct. Yeah. But uh, that wasn't the point. Nope. Yeah. Uh, we did a little bit of traveling up there. Uh, the wife and I went up to uh, the Palo Alto area for the Stanford, Oregon game uh, and tailgated with you and some other friends of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Shout out, Kirchers. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was a grand old time. I had a great time, I think. With the the wine and cheese crowd? You know what? Uh, the wine and cheese crowd this weekend, we had a little bit of Oktoberfest early because why not? Lovely. Yeah. There was brats and and un- unplanned. There was the wing contest first and then brats and pretzels and a big tankard of you know like that heineken can thing where you like tap it and all that of uh some german pilsner showed up as well it was a good time yeah very good time yeah um both of you i hope did some gaming on the go this weekend because otherwise uh, we got nothing to talk about <laughs> just kidding. i just uh I actually uh, took my Switch out of the dock and took it with me on this trip. Do you know how to hold your Switch when it's not in the dock? I mean, with my hands. Did you have to watch a tutorial video? No, I just kind of grabbed it. First mistake. Oh. How bad were your hand cramps? That's what I want to know. (laughs) Oh, I I mean, it didn't hurt that bad because I was mostly lying down while I was eating it, so... Ah. All right. Uh, I I did not bother to get it out while I was on the plane um, for a couple reasons. Number one, both times through security, I got dinged on it by having it in my bag. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Anything anything larger than a cell phone now has to come out of your bag. I don't know when that changed, uh, but they were pulling out. It's like, oh, what is this? It's like, it's my Kindle. I've traveled with it 700 times and never pulled it out before. And they're like, oh, yeah, we have to run this through again. Oh my! Every Lord. single time my bag was pulled, uh, both both going and coming, uh, and yeah, I had to pull out my switch. I had to pull out my Kindle, and like they were looking, it's like, oh, what is this? I'm like, this is a external battery. <laughs> like it's not that special. It, like I was uh, I, shocked, shocked, definitely. We've got to do something. People fly like literally at certain points. Even the bags are going to be stuffed with electronics right like you'll have built-in batteries you'll have this you'll have that and smart be, bag smart bags i mean there you go that's the words that i should have used at the beginning and everybody would have known what i was talking about <sighs> yeah those bags that you can sit on like from, those already uh, exist yeah what's uh grand tour where they race the bags to the airport you can you can <laughs> take those through security yep so i don't do you know I, 
So th- that was uh, unexpected and then made me afterwards not want to get it out again because of all the hassle, uh, having to pack it and unpack it and repack it and all that. Um, so I didn't end up playing it on the plane, but I did play some uh, in the hotel room and stuff, and uh, that was a good time. The screen have, is I... small and the text <laughs> is very small. And if you wanted to do anything with that, like, man, you better hope that whatever game you're playing doesn't have a lot of text. <laughs> That's my, as I played Fire Emblem on it and then had oh. to read a lot of text. After having had it docked a little bit uh, and playing some Smash Brothers, I definitely see that, like, I've, in certain games, not in all games, but in certain games, I've handicapped myself a little bit by using that screen. And I've also since purchased a case that gives me some grip to play it handheld, but I'm glad you've joined the handheld crowd at least so you know what the experience is like. Yeah, it was fun. Um, and the, I, I definitely will say that the, I understand why people are like, this is kind of awkward to hold. It's not great. Not great. Uh, especially since if you want to have it plugged in or whatever, the cord is directly on the bottom. So then that's like in your way, no matter how you hold it. I do have um, to, at Not least wonderful. shout out some defense of it and say, even though the 3DS was smaller and lighter and therefore easier to hold long term, the same grip of your hands problem exists. Also the same plugging it in in the center of the bottom problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the in theory, Nintendo has a Switch Lite, which remedies these problems, but actually it doesn't because the screen is smaller even than this one. And uh, I believe the charging is in the center of the bottom. So, Womp. yeah, it's a hybrid device, and you know, the focusing on making sure the dock works well and that you play it on the TV and it's powered up enough, they gotta cut somewhere, right? Like it can't be everything to everyone. And I'm glad that it's most things to most people. I still enjoy my Switch, and I still play it handheld all the time. Yeah. I The only thing I noticed, really, is, like, since I had mostly played it docked before, when I was playing it undocked, I was like, oh, oh, th- this is the thing that people say. Like, the visual quality is way worse. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> like, I can see the jaggy edges on the edges of these units and stuff. It's like, oh, okay. So the jaggies is- don't exist on a TV? Or at least if I'm sitting far enough away that I don't notice them, um, uh, or they're more minimal or something. Uh, but I, they were extremely noticeable when they're like right up in your face. Oh, gotcha. Um, and I didn't notice them before, so. Cool. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, that hotel room was really weird. I don't know, you guys. Uh, I don't know how much, how many hotel places you guys have stayed at in that area. It was a perfectly nice hotel. I didn't have any issues with it. Um, but the room had the oddest layout I've ever seen. Okay. The, you know, it had a standard entrance and there's the bathroom off to the side and then there's your big bed there and the, the little across from the bed is the little stand like, you know, with your drawers and the mini fridge and TV, where the TV is mm-hmm. all the, mm-hmm. the usual thing. There's a little tiny desk on the side with a chair. Okay. Very normal. And then past that is a couch. So we were staying uh, at a Crown Plaza. I guess they're like kind of suite-like kind of rooms, but it's not like as big as a suite. Okay. Um, But, you know, directly opposite the couch where you would think would just be a wall was a little corner that was separated by a wall before you got to the bed stand or the the nightstand and the other side of the bed. 
there's like this little nook on the side of the room, completely separated from the rest of the room. Like Why a, is it there? Okay. Like a, like a changing, little corner. Changing room? Maybe. I guess, but it, it, you could walk in there. It's not like there was a door or anything separating it. It was just open. It's like a little corner to go put your kid in timeout or something. And there, <laughs> there was nothing there. It was just empty wall and like, you know, wallpaper or whatever they had. And just like, that's it. The couch faced this empty corner. Was there a mini fridge in the room? Maybe that's where the fridge goes. The fridge was already there in the in the next to the chest of drawers place. I'm very confused. That's it was bizarre. so weird. It's just like the like you know, go to this corner. You're here is your shame. Go at the shame <laughs> corner over here. Like I don't know what you were supposed to do with it. Or like I guess if you had a crib, you could put the crib in that corner. Maybe so that you, sure. so that it's farther away from you if you have to get up in the night or something. You should I don't, have bought a stool and just left it over there for see what people would do with it. Yeah, just like you're on timeout kid sit over here i don't know what <laughs> think about what you did easily yeah, the yeah. weirdest part of that whole experience oh man that's funny so weird <laughs> michael did you do any gaming on the go um we played the game of don't go over the giant waterfall uh the, the niagara waterfalls <laughs> yeah that one it's a good game to play you played yeah. chicken with it in a barrel like what are we talking <laughs> about here no, we uh I didn't I did not have much time for gaming. Yeah, um, I can imagine between the wedding planning and our own sightseeing. Yeah. Sometimes on the flights or something, but that's cool. I uh Yeah, we t- we took a red eye which cut my flight time in half. It also means sleeping is necessary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea though. I like doing that if I can. Mm-hmm. And it gets you right on the right time zone. I uh I finished the Dark Crystal series. Yeah? Oh, yeah? And I watched that old movie. Okay. To follow okay. it up. So, uh, so first, how did, the, how did the old movie hold up? Not great. <laughs> <laughs> not terrible. Not terrible. I would say that it is a cult kind of movie, right? It's like well-liked among a certain crowd or something. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's very much a cult classic. I enjoyed watching it, but it wasn't fantastic. It wasn't like. Would you have enjoyed it having not seen the other thing? Sure. Yes, it's an okay. attempt at fantasy. I thought that the puppets were trying to be a throwback in the show to the original movie, and that's why they were a little limited. Um. They definitely, the Skeksis puppets, everything was better. Everything, all of them were better in the show. Like, they definitely upped them in terms of their expressionism and their ability to, uh, not emote because their faces don't move. And that's still the weird part. But the, the bodily movements and stuff were still better. The story is very light in the movie. Much lighter than I expected given what happens in the show. Um, but there's definitely some references in there that are answered in the show and stuff. So like, if you remember liking it or having watched it and thinking, oh, that was cool. I think that people aren't going to be disappointed by that show. I don't know. Okay. I, it wasn't a super deep not like super deep thing going on, but definitely what they're trying to do with this Netflix series 
I don't know if the Age of Resistance is something that they're going to continue or if they're going to change it up and go with another age in the timeline of this story because there are a lot of books out there. I looked this up uh, out of curiosity to see why things were the way they were in Age of Resistance, the show. There's a lot of books that kind of lay out a timeline for the universe of this thing. And um, they could do a lot of different stuff. So I think that's their attempt to flesh out the universe of the movie that's pretty light. And definitely ends up feeling like a cap. Like it's that's the movie is the end cap, right? Like there's nowhere to go after that movie. So it has to come before. So it's... Hmm. I'm still kind of intrigued by it, but I don't... I'm... It's hmm. weird to see people building a fantasy universe based on a movie that's 35 years old. Right? I think I think the, like, the lore that had always surrounded that movie was like Jim Henson had expected it to do so amazing and then they were going to have this whole world of movies that came off it but then it completely bombed and <laughs> no one was way into it i could see no anyway. one being way into it at the time it's beyond being kind of light in a story it's very methodical and slow like some of the characters in them themselves even walk very slowly and move very slowly and talk very slowly and they show all of it <laughs> plotting characters walking across the desert. You're like, I get some it. of that though. Some of that though is just eighties movies. That's filmmaking well, in the which 80s. are different yeah, sure. than yeah. now. Yeah, for they sure. They are different. And and some of the eighties filmmaking that's different is the hero gets sent on a nondescript quest and doesn't know why, but he's doing it anyway. And it's like Yeah. What are we doing here? Like okay. I I don't understand the motivation of some of these things and it's light, but I understand why people like it as a cult film. It's fun. It's fun in its own way. So the show ends up being fun in its own way too. It's much, if I had to say filmmaking wise, it is much better than the movie itself out there. Um, yeah, it was cool. I, I'm not sad for having spent time with it. It's not a ringing endorsement, but if you're into Jim Henson or or fantasy or whatever, it's worth a look, I think. Or I guess stop motion animation. Maybe. Hmm. Okay. I mean, if you're like a robot chicken fan, no. <laughs> Although robot chicken probably has made Dark Crystal references multiple times. Undoubtedly. No kidding. But nobody wants to hear any more about that. If they do, they can email us at podcastweweregamers.com. I'll be glad to answer any questions about it. What they really are here to hear about, JJ. Is Evangelion? I finished up to a 20, Michael. Oh, man. I I did the same. All right. <laughs> I had a very uh, hard time not just <laughs> keeping going after the end Spoiler alert. Episodes 15 through 20. Thank you uh, for throwing that out there. Yes. Y'all, uh, <laughs> if you want to follow along uh, and have watched that far, feel free to keep listening. Uh, otherwise, uh, skip a while and maybe we'll talk about some stuff at the end. Boy, oh boy, are there spoilers right at the beginning. 
So, uh, yeah, we ended at 14 because I told you it was a good place to end. Uh, mm-hmm. It turns out I wasn't lying. <laughs> and stuff really kicks into gear immediately, doesn't it? It sure does. Yeah. Uh huh. We were right. There is something that the angels want, and it's Adam, and Adam is an angel. Mm-hmm. Not just yep. any angel. The, the angel. first one. Right? Is he the first one? He's the first one, right? He's yeah. the first one, yeah. And so, yes, right? They, they're they pretty sure they say that. They say he's the first angel and that he was around and also caused the second impact. Because an angel touched him? Did they refer to this as Adam directly yes. here? I think they did. Kaji does. I think. Kaji does. And Misato assume this is Adam. Yes. Maybe I guess we could be being lied to by the show. Kaji shows Misato this giant crucified Angel. thing. Yeah. It down in, by the way, Terminal Dogma, which all the names <laughs> inside Nerve have like the greatest names. We gotta talk about the Human Instrumentality Project at some point. Oh, are we interested in talking about the Human Instrumentality Project? I mean, you guys? it's in this episode as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What do what do uh, what do we know about that? Uh, not well, much. Not much, but it certainly sounds like Ray being used to make dummy plugs is part of the Inhuman Instrumentality Project, maybe? There's definitely some stuff going on with the dummy plugs, right? Like, yeah, they've been using Ray for some kinds of weird, nefarious purposes here. So, dummy plug is just a shorthand for remote pilot, I guess? Well, they seem to be, like, they, That's not how they treat it, right? right? Uploading portions of human consciousness enough to trick the Avas into thinking that they still have a pilot. Yeah. Right. Um, and there's also some, this Marduk agency that we get introduced to as well. Oh yeah, the Marduk reports. Which, yeah. out. Just like mm-hmm. those computers show up out of nowhere <laughs> as more information that we didn't have before that may or may not actually add anything to it because as we find out later in this, it's all a dummy setup to say that Shinji's dad is just running the show by himself. Well, you what? find out you find out a little earlier that it's a without exactly knowing what it is that it's a dummy corporation when you get that bit of Shinji's history where sure. he's investigating them and just finds a bunch of abandoned buildings. Uh, right. You mean Kaji? Kaji, Kaji. Right. Yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yes. Uh yeah, yeah. They, Kaji already kind of knew that the Marduk agency was kind of not a thing and you they had mentioned earlier when like Sinji was revealed as the third children, which I still hate saying. <laughs> uh yeah, that it was kind of like, oh, he's like, oh, the Marduk report predicted he would be you know the third children. And they just kind of throw that away and you never hear about it again until now. Uh right. and they kind of reveal it to not really be a thing at all. Right. Uh and it's just them picking whoever they feel. Okay, we can we do a timeline thing for a second here? Sure, yeah. Sure. Shinji's mother died 
first of all, that scene in the graveyard was freaking amazing in its hilarity. Shinji and his dad standing in front of the mother's grave, not talking. Shinji thinking they're having a great time. The dad telling him he's basically a loser and then gets dusted off by a helicopter in which Ray is and leaves Shinji in the graveyard. He comes in to like look at his mom and he's like, yep, still dead. All right. See you, son. Man. Yeah. She's, doesn't what? he say something like she's not really here? What? A, oh, yes. yes. That yes, is actually important. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, I think that's important. Um, But the timeline, her grave says she died in 2004. When was the second impact? Uh, 2000. Yes, I believe because it was fifteen right at years before the setting of the the show, which is twenty fifteen. So all yes. the kids were born afterwards. Yes, because all of them are fourteen. So yes. all of them are born in two thousand one. Shinji's mother died three years later, which is about the same time that Ritsuko's mother dies. Yeah, that's that seems yeah, like that timeline lines up. Something's hinky here with the mother being dead. Uh, later on, they accuse Ikari of having killed her? Wait. You mean they accuse Gendo of it? Gendo, yeah. Okay. That he killed his own wife? I, that's that. I think that's part of Shinji being in his own head. I don't think so. I it's think- part of the... Okay. Oh, I was just going to say, I took it as being part of Shinji's internal journey i took it as uh probably true that he killed his wife because he says there's nothing left of her so my uh my hackles were raised what is that the hair on the back of your neck hackles Mm -hmm. hackles were raised when he said that there was nothing left of her for whatever reason because in 2004 that's after the impact and then later on, people say they, that she was killed by him. I'm thinking she's involved in some of this human instrumentality thing. Okay. Or there's something going on with Ray being like her daughter or a clone or something else. But you guys, I guess, Michael, you didn't get that feeling because you didn't think that it was a legitimate he killed no i think at the time i thought that she when they said that when he said that she's not really here i think i just took it as maybe she got like vaporized in an angel attack mm, but there was definitely angel something attacks. we've seen no right. but there there weren't any between 2001 and 2015 right so she would have to have been vaporized in an ava experiment Okay. Also a thing that probably was happening during that yep. time. Mm-hmm. Um, we get some character stuff going on here, though, right? Yeah. Yes, we should talk about that, too. Because this episode is weird in that nothing happens, but a lot of stuff happens. Uh, yeah. Well, it, yeah, right? So, um, you know, episode 15, right? Even right at the kickoff, um, Asuka gets set up on a blind date by the class president. <laughs> And has a pretty bad time, it seems. And yep, then she fails. Uh, comes home and like, at, Max like a down on Shinji. teenager and they make out uh, in like the most childish way, of course. 
Uh, Shinji almost suffocates. Yeah, that's Japanese filmmaking. This is uh, yeah. some some anime tropes happening here. Um, but also, like, this is probably the most tasteful they've done uh, childhood was, romance. It was quite striking in its uh, reservedness compared to the like Misato breakdown in the same episode. Which right, was exactly. extremely yeah. out of character and not graceful or and, like, gracefully made. Problematic, yeah. Very. Hmm. Even in English. <laughs> yeah. I went back and rewatched it. I was like, maybe the dub is bad. Nope. No. Uh-uh. No. Watching it in, I watched it subtitled, uh, and the old subtitles aren't any better about this. It's all just kind of like, why would you do this? Yeah, it's, this is bad. It's a bad damage to a good character. Um, yeah, you feel bad about her character um, for this whole thing. For sure. sure. Do. At so, least she finds out that he's a double agent at that point. Yay. Yes. Maybe? I don't know. Yeah, she certainly probably suspected at least. And Ritz goes also on to him. Right. Uh, yeah. and, and at least that pays off for her later when he takes her down into mm-hmm. um, Terminal Dogma there to show her the... Uh, the thing that he says is Adam. Ikari seems to me, as we move on to the next episode, to always be missing during angel attacks. Am I wrong? Or Gendo at at we're beginning. still talking about Gen- here? Gendo, Ikari, seems to always be missing, at least during the beginning of an angel attack. No. because he's, he's definitely gone a lot. Yeah, he's gone a lot. and I He's think not he always missing. Gone, he was gone for the the inverted shadow angel, but by the, is, yes. the end of this run of episodes, he's definitely he's there. Okay, so the inverted yeah. shadow angel eats the city, but you find out that that's not the shadow; that's the angel. Yeah, I, I'm uh, going to need Terrence uh, Howard to describe that math to me. Oh my! Wow! Yes, <laughs> yes. What an amazing reference, and so timely. <laughs> we could yeah. maybe that's what blew his mind. He watched too much Ava. <laughs> it yeah. might be. Mm-hmm. So it, the, the angel sort of like is they they wave a bunch of science words around. <laughs> it's, it it's really a fourth dimensional being. I really have no notes for this because it was all it's all, all gibberish, and yeah, it's all so super fast gibberish. too. Like they're just throwing anything out that they can think of. Yeah, it's yeah, all it's gibberish, super which, gibberish, which means there's not much to talk about except that Unit One busts out of the angel by itself with no power. Uh, yeah, and I assume we assume it's to save Shinji, which means to me something that we'll get to at the end probably. Something's wrong with Shinji's hand as they get through this episode and the, all the subsequent ones. You start to see Shinji moving his hand all the time, foreshadowing something. Is is it? It's got to. It's either hyper focused filmmaking for some reason, or it's foreshadowing. It has to be one. I, why would you show him moving his hand like that all the time? Other opinion? It it seems, at least to me, a lot of what's going on with that is just like Shinji trying to like muster the will to even bother like you get a lot of indifference from shinji here i definitely have gotten the anime trope of the bald fist right like right yes close up of the anime characters gripping their hands tightly 
And he just like can't be bothered to he do this. Doesn't he doesn't do care. that. He has this weird like half grip. Like he's got a tennis, an invisible tennis ball there, and yeah. it's always when he's around an Ava. I, I think, think though that oh, he does. He so in in the last the very last episode of this this set that we watched, or maybe it was the of nineteen um, when he comes back and decides to to fight again that you do see him finally make that fist and i think it's it oh, the moment that has was more the Im- foreshadowing the okay. moment has more impact for you having seen him kind of just you know dithering away with his with his hand in oh, indecision okay, okay. See, right. i, I misread this one i'm glad you saw that yeah th- that was where i was going with it cuz i think it's like the, the anime trope, you're definitely right to have read that of like the making the fist and saying like, you know, I have the power, I can do this. Right. Is definitely not something that we see from Shinji throughout most of this. And then him finally doing it there at the end is kind of, kind of the payoff. Something in Nevada uh, goes boom. And it, the whole base just disappears. Yeah. Yep. And thousands of people, I guess, as well. Yeah. All of uh, Nerve O2 their uh, second branch in Nevada. They pull the fourth children's name out of a hat at random and say that he's already been picked. And (laughs) decide that the U.S. government's like, all right, Evangelion Unit 3, who we have built already, we need to get it out of here because it's going to blow up like whatever happened at Nervo 2. Right, and we start to hear something about S-drives here. Uh, you heard S two S two drives. Yes, you heard and a little bit about them before they were referenced. Yeah, all they say here is that like maybe the S two drive went off. You know? Right. And it's yes. Like, mm-hmm. So that's why it? the U S government that? doesn't want three anymore. Sounds a bit like an N two mine, doesn't it? A little bit. Something. I don't know. Uh, we find out who the pilot is. No, and you don't. That, no. In fact, there are two no. episodes before you find out this, what the pilot is. This whole thing with the the Unit 3 pilot felt to me like watching an episode, this is very specific, watching an episode of Wheel of Fortune where it's very clear what the answer is, but people keep guessing letters rather than just solving the puzzle. Yeah. Like, so yeah. The, you have all the consonants, all of, just put the O in there. You have, you have all the consonants right. and then you then someone buys a vowel on top of it. It's a you can see what they're trying for here, right? But they don't do a very good job. It's like, oh, they're trying to build all this tension because no one tells Shinji the whole time, right? Well, so there's a right. heck of a lot his- to skip in between, and the whole point of all that stuff in between is there's a lot of time in there and nobody tells Shinji. Yes, and I have exactly. no idea why nobody tells Shinji by the end of it. In order to make a dramatic scene. <laughs> yeah, Shinji has to not know to get where they're going by the end of that. Right. And can especially, I, can I yeah. when we get to the end of it, I postulate it would have been better if he had known. You think he would have been more willing to kill his friend? No, come on. Okay, so we're off the map. None of this is on the Dead Sea Scrolls. We get to Toji being the pilot. Is it? It's what he says. Gendo says this isn't on the Dead Sea Scrolls, so they're all freaking out. Okay. Yeah. I didn't remember uh, we, that he said We can that. skip ahead, I think, very safely to Ava 3 going nuts, blowing up the base and probably killing everyone, 
Toji's stuck in there as the pilot. It can't be ejected. Uh, and yeah, it, yeah so the Shinji, a, the, the, without the knowing attacks who the, and infects you, infects unit three, it goes crazy. So an angel attacked know. unit three or unit three is the so angel. No, unit three, you, you see it happen, but you don't realize at the time what it is. Okay. When you see at the end of the scene where they're, they're transporting it and you hear some guys speaking in English. They fly into a cloud, yes, and there's this flash of lightning. That's an angel taking over the That's unit. That's supposed to be, yeah, okay, it getting infected. And then later you see the angel, um, the arms and yeah. all that, yeah, and it's all, yeah, infected and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's they do a bad job of telling you that that's the point, but you're supposed to like infer. That's what fine. No, I, I, yeah. I, I was uh, kind of hand waving on it anyway, but I'm glad that it was more explained than I thought. Uh. So the angel won't let Taji Taji out, Toji out. And see, here's where it gets like kind of silly. Like Shinji won't fight the angel to begin with. He doesn't want to kill his friend. Well, he doesn't know he doesn't know anybody's in, in there to begin with. And then it disables the other two units, and he doesn't want to fight. Well, he's then, already been saying how he doesn't want to well, pilot the he angels sees into the, the anymore. Right. He sees yeah. the plug in it before, well, that's, that's he, before he sees the plug. And then he sees the plug won't eject. And he's like, oh, no, there's a person in there. It doesn't matter who it is because he still doesn't know. And oh, I don't want to fight because I don't want to hurt the person. Ignoring the... I mean, well, he, didn't, that, he didn't want to get into the machine to start with, which is why they sent the other two before right. him. And then so, his pops takes over with a dummy plug, but how can they have a dummy plug if he's already in there? It's a backup system. They basically just flip the switch and take so control there are two away. Two plugs from in Shinji. it? No, the I don't think the dummy plug is actually a physical plug. I think it's just the name for the system. Okay. Right. It's basically like, hey, we're disconnecting your little control there and we're using the computer now. Then the Ava flips out because Ray is the pilot of the backup system or the dummy plug or whatever you want to say and destroys the other Ava completely, including crushing Toji's pilot plug. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And, Sh and Shinji sees that, sees them pulling Toji out, and then he loses it. Loses his mind. Um, Shinji has the craziest scream, by the way. In all languages. <laughs> yes. Uh, the actor, the the U.S. voice actor, uh, or the English voice actor here, actually does like a really great job. I think it does good. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Uh, I, let's take a pause here. I think it would have been better if he'd known it was Toji in there. I mean, it, you can have an argument about it if you want. We kind of just have to have the text as is. I know. Um, yeah, and you know, the, the whole thing kind of going on here is that they've sort of been showing that piloting these giant killing robots machine things it has been pretty traumatizing for these kids sure it's not great and they're making them do really not great things uh and and all the kids at the school are also pilots we don't let us not forget that's part of this episode you find out the 412 protocol or whatever uh, oh right like why all these kids are still at the school uh it sort of turns out that like yeah actually you know they were all there for a reason probably mm -hmm. um or potential pilots i guess yeah I they just, all passed a certain phase of the training maybe i just choose to believe that he knew all along because 
it makes more sense for him. I mean, I get that he's exhausted and doesn't want to pilot anymore and doesn't want to fight, but like, if he knew it was his friend, like, I don't, why not tell him his friend would got to be a pilot? Like, he's got to deal with these other two ladies that don't even like him. Maybe him having, knowing his friend's a pilot would have been good. I think they don't want to tell him because Shinji already knows how crappy it is to pilot Ava's. And if, like, his friend that, you know, was having a, you know, trying to have a normal life now is dragged into this hellhole with him. And and it it probably is worth saying that Shinji hasn't quit yet at this point for the second time. This is what drives him to quit. Correct. Correct, yes. Finding out Toji was the pilot causes him to quit uh, completely. He, like, makes a man moment out of himself kind of and walks away. Ava one starts to reject everything that they tried to do to get it to be piloted. Mm-hmm. Um, as he's walking away, a, another Ava shows up. Yeah. Another angel. An uh, angel no, sorry. Another angel. Up. Yes. And thank you. that one may be the coolest one we've seen so far. Just straight wrecks the armor and gets down to the geo front instantly. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't messing around. It was just like, "Hey, man, we're just gonna kill everything here. Let's just move this along." And the other Avas are kind of one of the two is not in ready to be fight mode. Still doesn't have an arm from the previous fight. Uh, Ava two is not so hot in terms of combat. It turns out it seems like very quickly decapitated. Yo, mm-hmm. dude, wrecked. <laughs> they were able yes. to save Oscar from feeling like she was detached. Deta- to ca- oh yeah that word yeah and then shinji has a moment with kaji where he has decided he's not gonna do it he's not gonna the pilot garden yeah. in the vegetable garden after he almost dies because the head of ava 2 crushes the building he's in mm-hmm. <laughs> and that moment in the garden with kaji is great and here's another weird thing in this whole thing he could have gone back to pilot the Ava as a man and comes back as Shinji instead. Uh, what do you mean, Andrew? The whole... He quits for real. He stands up to his dad. He becomes the decision to say, you know what, I'm going to choose to be in pain to help save people because, like Kaji said, I'd rather die in my garden. You know what I mean? Uh, sure. Yeah. Why does he go back and then beg and cry in front of his dad again? It's like a reverse character moment. I didn't. I didn't read that as him begging. Okay. I read. I read that as him finally growing a bit of a backbone, more of a backbone, having already walked away. Mm, this uh, might be a scene I have to rewatch in different languages. Then. And did you watch it in English or or with subtitles? I uh. Dubbed or subtitles, I should say. Mm, I can't remember what, because I kept flipping back and forth, so a lot of the time I don't remember which one I watched it in. I think this one might have been in English and it sounded whiny. Okay, because in I listened to it subtitled, and the Japanese at least came across, the tone of it came across as him like demanding that he's the only one who can do this. Okay. Uh. Also, I think it was probably a fact that he was the only one that could do it, whether it sounded sure. But he or doesn't. Not. He doesn't know that at the time. Oh no, no, he no. I know you're all totally the right. That have failed. 
But Gendo knows. Gendo knows. And sure. Gendo was in yeah. the middle of doing something here that we never find out what it was. Other than yeah. being a coward and not knowing what to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, also, while they were still, while Kaji and Shinji were talking, right? Kaji kind of tells him what's up with the Avas, right? He kind of says like, hey, you know, you need these. You need these Avas to fight the angels because if the angels make contact with Adam, it's going to trigger the Thurn impact, right? Yeah. Which I think is something that had never been explicitly stated until now, even though you could kind of guess what was going on here. Yeah, right. this is the first time it gets spelled out. Right. And uh, Shinji magically shows up in the Ava as the angel has access to Adam. He can jump down a hole and touch him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes ham. But runs out of juice. Yeah, he runs out of the battery power right at the uh, right before he returns moment. the the favor of decapitation. Yes, <laughs> and then the angel uh, starts beating on his chest, and we get the reveal that his Ava has a what an S uh, also has an S two drive. Also has an S two drive, which looks exactly like the hearts of the angels. And you find out that the angels all have that what the angels have is also called an S two because mm-hmm. the Shinji's Ava at the end starts eating the angel that it has torn apart and absor- I think they say it absorbs its S two engine. Yes, they say that it absorbs it. She has awakened. Yes, the quote. Yes. Also, and the arm rip, by the way, was maybe the coolest moment of this show. Where there is just so I much think, like I think a, Ikari getting half painted by its blood was the coolest moment for me. Mm-hmm. And he's just still standing there stone faced like he always is. Uh, I really liked that Ava 2. Gendo with uh, his Ava, hands like that, just covered in blood. Yeah. <laughs> Ava 1 gets its arm ripped off. It yep. rips the angel's arm off in return, shoves it in, and regrows its arm. It was pretty great. Oh, yeah, that part. As as a human arm. Yes. There's just and, so much gore and blood. And then, all then of starts these. It's, it's the ring crawl across the... Yeah, oh, it yeah. turns into... The, oh, so gross. Like Voldo from Soul Calibur. Oh. Yeah, and we find out <laughs> that the, uh, the armor was also, quote-unquote, restraints. They called it bindings. Yeah, it was bindings. not actually armor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, episode 20 then picks up like still on that this is, happening. This is Ray's acid trip times 10. Yeah. So Shinji is stuck okay. inside. We, they, hold on. They, they back up and they say he achieves a 400% synchronization rate. Which means Pot that impossible. he is in a quantum state? He merges with the LCL inside of the entry plug. This is another hand-wavy physics thing. Yeah, they don't really. Yeah. His body reverts to the primordial soup. Basically. basically. Is what they kind of claim. And then he's in there for a month? Yes, like so the episode days. 20 takes 31, 30 days, or 30 31 days. days. My, okay, so he, I guess we should finish this. He's in there 31 days, they try to get him out, they fail, and then the Ava just poops him out. <laughs> well, Shinji makes a choice, right? I guess. 
So Shinji, during this whole time, you kind of see Shinji having like you said, like this introspection kind it of. Sounds like, like he's having a conversation odyssey. with himself and the angel. Yeah, or the not yes. angel, but the Ava. The Ava or yeah. an angel, I guess, is probably what the Avas are. <laughs> anyway, uh, it just poops him out at the end. <laughs> yeah, because he's got the he's got that choice between like coming back right like he sees the he sees the surface of the water like he's under it or i say water but the surface of whatever fluid he's under as if he's uh he's trying to get back to the surface and he's given the choice between doing that or in a very uncomfortable scene um joining body and soul with whatever it is that's speaking to him i I, yeah. I tried not to take notes on that scene because i just oh, do not want to ever think about it again they talk yeah. a lot about that like becoming one and joining body and soul and all that through here they didn't need to do it that I think way the, i think the the part that got me was the it feels really really good mm-hmm. yeah it's just like no no that's no i don't need don't this. do that again please uh, we also get some backstory from him while he's in there. It's clear that he ran away because of an Ava test, which I think yes. it's time to start getting into theory time here. Yeah. Well, let's, let, that's the end of this block of episodes. So let's hear what you guys think is going to go on. Clearly, this has happened before, they say. So uh, with no evidence of his mom being left alive, we assume now that his mom got absorbed by an Ava. Yes. Well, I took, I think I took the, that what he's talking to in this last episode is the, whatever remains of his mother who was used to make this particular Ava, which is both why he's the only one that can sync with it and why it acts to protect him, him so many times and why Ikari, uh, why Gendo is so bent on Saving this one, one surviving over yeah. all of the other ones. So it seems like human pilots need to be absorbed into the Avas to basically give them a soul. Or maybe the other way that or Shinji's mother's soul is in the Ava? That's what yeah, I mean. That's... Yeah, she was the last pilot of that Ava. She got absorbed by it. And now her soul oh. is, is the Ava's soul. See, I don't know that I I don't know that I took it that she was a pilot. I took it that she she was the human portion of creating the Ava. Oh no, man. I, I think I think the Avas are definitely like angel angel human clones or something. But she was definitely like a pilot situation. There's some sort of cloning thing happening here too, because Ray says she can be replaced. Ray- they imply also that Ray is potentially Ikari's daughter as well. Yes. But she's the same age as Shinji. Right. Mm-hmm. It seems to yeah. me that Ray is some sort of cloning thing because she says she can be replaced. They, yeah, they, they say she's disposable, right? Disposable, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I just don't think... I don't know. I think that... Uh. <laughs> Ray might be a, an Ikari can't let go of his wife that he feels responsible for killing situation. Moment. Yeah. Ray might be like a clone. I, I wouldn't think yeah. like like direct clone of the mom, but like, because then Shinji would be like, you look like my mom. But 
Yeah, but like made from her DNA. If his mom died when he was three, he might not remember really what she looks like too much. That's true. His dad, dad, and that's that is commented on. It's pretty creepy. His dad destroyed everything right in that grave scene. No pictures, nothing. Yep. Yeah, pretty creepy uh, thought there that if fourteen-year-old daughter he treats as his wife, not good. Wanted to stay away from that theory. But there you have it. Well, uh, I hate to say this, but we have two options here going forward. There are only six six episodes episodes left. And some movies. And one movie that is worth watching. Oh, what's the other one? Because I see two movies on there every time I'm on there. The one you want to watch is End of Evangelion. What's the other one? The other one is a movie that was cut together out of some stuff from it, – it does not have – all of that movie that is new is encompassed in End of Evangelion. Oh, okay. Okay. It has like some new scenes compared with the end of the anime, but the End of Evangelion goes farther. It's more complicated than that, but it's not worth going into. So we want to watch six episodes and the movie is what you're thinking. Well, uh, that's an option. Uh, also, the you have an option to stop before the last two episodes, 25 and 26, and then watch those with the movie. Oh, I don't know, man. As hard as it was to stop at 20. I know. It was like I could have been done by now. Okay. If you guys want to do all the rest of it, we can do that. The movie well, we have too much to minutes. talk about. I guess we could just do a whole episode on it. You will almost certainly want to devote the whole episode to it. And well, I will tell wanna... you that you might want to put an explicit warning on the last one for sure. Okay. Well, do we want to wait wait a couple of weeks then mm. and do all, do all of it? Well, six episodes is an hour plus, and then the movie is how long? Hour and a half-ish. Man. Yeah, six episodes is two hours. Is it? Yeah, yeah it's twenty minutes a piece. Even skipping the the credits, Man, and I'm the, totally you gonna can, watch it all tonight. You can do this. <laughs> you can do the six episodes and then do the movie another week. But then we're left a, with a pretty bad cliffhanger in there. You said stop at twenty five, twenty six. I well, based on where I suspect the discussion will go, but uh, we can end do the six episodes here, and then we'll do the movie another week. Let's do that. Is the movie that is how people experienced it as well? So. Is the movie sure. how tied in to the end is the movie, or is it just like, oh, this is a I, whole separate I thing? I can't tell you that. Okay. Man. Okay. So we're gonna finish the show and then we'll do the movie. Okay. We will watch twenty one through twenty six and then we'll watch the movie the weekend after the week after. Okay. Alright. So if you're following along, twenty one through twenty six listeners. Yeah, and these ones, uh, I mean, if it wasn't already obvious, don't watch these with your kids around. It's okay, already bad. No. Yeah. That's a bad idea. Very yeah. bad idea. Especially these ones coming up. Man, is the movie worse? Yes. Oh, no. Ooh, no. <sighs> so uncomfortable. That's right. the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... If you want to email us about how much you love this discussion. Do not send us stuff for the show ahead of time, please. Yes, <laughs> please do not. Uh, but you can send that to podcast at we were gamers.com. 
You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter uh, at We Were Gamers on all those places and uh, follow this whole podcast on YouTube. It's really good. We have a Star Trek subpod. Yeah, and it rules. In Star Trek, we like it. It's fun. We like to watch Star Trek. We're almost done. Our next episode will be the final episodes of Star Trek Discovery. So check that out. Uh, season one. Discovery. Season one. Sorry. Yes. That's to clarify. Uh, man, some stuff went down. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. Yeah. We I'm glad because that show that. was kind of like yeah, it semi needed. on life support before stuff happened. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We'll talk about <laughs> it there. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, that I think we now have truly learned what the Cruel Angels thesis was, right? torturing kids. <laughs> 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 <laughs>